Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and this week, joining me back in the monkey house is the host of the Ginny Gin Gin Show, <laughs> which is all about Ron Weasley's sister. He's our second <laughs> banana. It's Evan Mono Smith. Hello. Yeah. You got you got two claps there. Yeah. Two I individual claps. I actually don't get any claps. Is that what, <laughs> yeah, it's like a clap? A, it's a, a market a... increase. Oh, that's beautiful. Because of the magic of radio, those weren't hands. They were a couple of fish that we just slapped together <laughs> slap to make it sound around. like hands. Yeah. You can't make hands sound like hands by just using hands. Mm-hmm. I think people would know that. Yep. That's a peak. <laughs> peak In radio, they use fish. Uh, and that other voice you're hearing uh, is returning guest to the monkey house. It's Peter Thomas. Hey, Pete. Hey, Matt. I'm back. You couldn't keep me out. Our resident Marvel expert. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, Self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed. <laughs> but, I mean, specifically. Hope you got an ointment for it. Why not? <laughs> I do, and I'm not going to tell you where I put it. Okay. Because that's private. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, you I mean, I got you in the first place. Oh, I've just realised we've got the man who drew our logo. That's right. And also the man <gasps> who wrote and recorded the theme song. Yes. Oh. I feel like I'm really just making up the numbers here. It's probably the two most important people in when the- When you made the show as well. I yeah. Oh, okay. Idea. Yeah, well, I appreciate you bringing me in there. <laughs> You're pretty important as far as the show goes. That's very sweet of you to say, but we all know that's a lie. <laughs> I mean, how many episodes have you not been on? Uh, that's a good point. I've been on all of the episodes of this mm-hmm. show. That's funny. That's a weird coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Pete, uh, it's been a while since you've been here. Um some of that reason is because the show didn't exist for a period. And some of the other parts are, you know, other reasons. Yeah, well, it was pretty hard to come in here and record the show without you or Evan. Yes. Mm. I tried. Did you? Didn't, yeah, yeah. Didn't or work. this place, this studio uh, also place, didn't exist for. Yeah, so that made it really hard. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I found that uh, COVID and then and lockdowns and then not having a studio 
made it just too much of a pain in the ass to make the show. I do yeah. other, I do another podcast that we fought through it the whole way, but sometimes it's good just to stop. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. now we're back. We're back. Stopping's yeah. underrated. I reckon it is. <laughs> There's no better feeling than stopping doing something, <laughs> or even better than that, not beginning in the first place. <laughs> uh, now, Pete. Evan was once asked what his favourite primate was and he answered the human, in particular Andy mm-hmm. from Toy Story. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions of superior primates that might change Evan's mind or heart or yeah. both? I've been on the show a few times and I can't remember uh, if I've said this every time, but one of the times was uh, the golden lion Cameron. Fantastic choice. Uh, which is a beautiful primate. Uh, and I just I think like of it to as reiterate. The, the best of both worlds. Yes. You know, you've got... So the lion, mm-hmm. which is one world. Yep. And then the other world, which is the monkey. It's the king of the jungle of the monkeys. Yes. Um, and so I'm just going to go with my first answer, golden lion, Tamarin. Yep. He's as stubborn as I am. Mm. <laughs> is that, that says that online? No, Pete's as stubborn as oh, I okay. am. Okay. Yeah. Yep, okay. I'm sure the Tamarin is stubborn <laughs> as well. We're talking about the lion Tamarin. It's as stubborn as I am. So, what, so but what's a lion about it? Um, the it, mane, I it's think. It's mane. It does look a bit like a lion. Yeah, it's orange. It's got, um, it, yeah, it's got, it's got a big mane around its face. Like its face, you can. It does actually look a lot like a lion. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'll, a beautiful, I'll to that. beautiful monkey <laughs> slash lion. And we can only assume that once upon a time, a big lion, mm-hmm. probably a little lion, yep. boned a big, mm-hmm. big tamarind. Sexy, yep, <laughs> yeah, monkey. <laughs> they would have had to have met near, nearly eye to eye, I guess. Yes. Well, I don't know how they would have done it. Well, I mean, it depends how you... Probably you know, wouldn't have been eye to eye. Their own sexual preferences. Yeah. It's up to them. They're probably both, unless they were looking into a mirror, then it might have been eye to eye. But anyway, you know, Did nature they, works in mysterious mm-hmm. ways and this is what we've got. Do you think they had a mirror on their bedhead? Yeah. Or maybe a mirror on the ceiling? Ceiling? They might yeah. have been fully mirrored. They might have been inside some sort of mirrored cube Ooh. or a fun house. <laughs> That's not where you want to be boning. <laughs> No. I'm self-conscious enough, said the Lion Tamron, not me. I certainly don't think that. So what are you thinking, Evan? Is this, I mean, Pete hasn't even really oh, got look, a word in since he I, suggested well, it. Well, I mean, can I sway you by saying that look, it's, you can try. it's on the $20 um, Brazilian note? Oh, is it really? Yes, the Brazilian real, which is, uh, I understand their currency. It's a genuine currency. It's a genuine currency. Yes, it's real? It's, it's real. Okay. Uh, you better believe it. And it's on there um, just hanging out. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Now show me but where Andy from Toy Story sits on any currency. Maybe Disneyland. Yeah, where's your an- Andy bucks? May, I mean, it might be on currency in Disneyland, except I think in Disneyland they use uh, American dollars. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, like who's on Australian currency though? Yeah, great point. Banjo Patterson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Human. You know, the li- I mean, the list does go on. but Queen Elizabeth. Is she? The late. Yeah. Um, wow. Has but human. That's true. Despite that. The Actually, second. they're both human. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll be taking her off. And who we don't know who should be replaced with. It could be a golden lion tamarind. Or it so. could be Andy from Toy Story. I'd say it's, <gasps> that's oh. true. Just as, cha- just as good a chance that it'll be Andy from Toy Story. Are you a Charles the whatever number he is third. fan? Are you Charles the, the third, third fan? Because um, let me remind you, he is a human. That's right. Uh, I mean, oh, if you had to choose between Charles the third, um, the monarch and king that rules above all of us, and 
the golden lion tamarind. Uh, King of the monkey jungle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. They're both royalty. So Um, that makes it even harder for you. uh, uh, Yes, that's hard. I mean, you know, there's so many. Are you into monarchies? There's so many. Are you a monarchist? Monarchies or monkeys? Um, A monarchist. Monkeyist? Yeah. Well, I'll answer one at a time. (laughs) Are you a monarchist? And then are you a monkeyist? I think the monarchy is pretty silly. Yeah. Personally. Whether ruled by. It's a bit of fun, but I. I, Charles or a a golden. Yeah, Ryan Tamarin. I think it's it just seems weird to me. Yeah. So something you see in movies or you'd read about. King Ralph, for example. What's that? That was a movie about when the whole English royal <laughs> family died because they got a, it was a family reunion and the camera cables ran through the water. It was a very rainy day in England and they took the photo and they all died from electrocution. <laughs> so they had to find the nearest living relative and it was a guy called Ralph in America played <laughs> okay. by John Goodman and oh, he okay. became the king of England. As far as I remember, people weren't as um, as saddened by the death of the whole <laughs> royal family as you would think they would be. Yeah. Yeah. And they moved on. They're pretty quickly And too. this guy's fun. He's no stuffed shirt. He's John Goodman. Yeah. I mean, Ralph. <laughs> Was he was he bowling in in Westminster Abbey? He or probably something got like a oh, yeah ten foot pin bowling installed. Yeah, mm. maybe did he bowl down the crown jewels or something? Um, I That's can, a physical thing. I assume it is. I wasn't allowed to watch that one, um, uh, but I did see the uh, the the Saturday night preview on Channel Nine. Yeah, saying how zany it was. Yeah, it was very yeah. zany. Can you imagine an American as a monarch? <laughs> That's pretty fun. <laughs> It did all right in the box office. He's a really good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a fan of his work. John Goodman. John Goodman mm. and Ralph. And Ralph. Two separate entities. We're, we are waiting for King Ralph too. Yes. King Ralph II would be the name of the, uh, the film. Ah, that would be good. great. So, but then I guess it would have to be Ralph and all his progeny, yep. if that means offspring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like his cousins or whatever, they'd have to die in a similar wacky accident. And then who then who do we get? How do you get wackier than John Goodman as king? Ooh. Maybe an Australian. Yep. <laughs> Imagine. Or Played by Paul Hogan. Oh, that now that's brilliant. Paul Hogan's great in uh, fish becoming monarchy. Yeah. Con- fish comedies. out of monarchies. Fish out of monarchies. Fish into monarchies in this yep. case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evan, we need a definitive answer yep. here. Golden Lion Tamarin. No, I'm still still with the humans, I'm afraid. What? Yep. Um, and and yes to the monarchy. That was a big yes <laughs> to the monarchy. I think. I don't know how I feel about the monarchy. Okay. Um, it's uh, no look. I think the the golden tamarind is. Um, it looks like it, it, it's endangered. Um, yeah. So that's no good. And um, humans are not. According to this, it's largely monogamous. Okay. Does that does that sway you? I think Andy's a virgin. Yeah. Uh, well. Um. <laughs> He leaves for college in one of the episodes. Oh, that's true. I yeah, mean, I'm, movies, yeah. I don't know. I'm filling in the, I'm you know, filling in the gaps there, or not filling in the gaps. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> Spends a lot of time with it by himself. Yeah, with the toys. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Well, actually, he doesn't spend a lot of time with the toys because the toys are always having adventures, and they can only have them that's when he's not there. Point. Yeah, there wouldn't be wouldn't be much of a movie if the if Andy was around the whole time. Yeah. So it's oh, imagine that movie just to be Andy badly playing with all the toys. Yeah. Not quite as much fun as you know. Them playing, but running around having adventures by themselves. I can't help but feel the people who've tuned in to hear about Hit Monkey are starting to throw their iPods against the wall. Mm, yeah. And I think that's a mistake. No, <laughs> you won't be able to. Well, it, that that's not on us. That's your iPod, remember? Yeah. You're not throwing the three of us against the wall when you're doing that. <laughs> and that's, you're just throwing your own property. And also, they don't make them anymore, do they, Evan? Um, 
They only recently I, discontinued them, but yeah, I still I, assume that everyone listening <laughs> is listening on iPods. Collector's edition. I was surprised. I've been saying iPods for a long time, assuming they were defunct. But they were making them until like earlier this year, I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, blew my mind. I've had a few people message me going, you know, no one really uses iPods anymore. Like, oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me updated. I'm a bit out of the loop in the in the tech heavy world. Did you ever have an iPod? Never had an iPod. I Didn't borrowed I? one once. I never had one. I borrowed had one. once for a trip. I had one in year twelve. Mm-hmm. It was great. Did you listen to podcasts on it? Mm, no, no. Oh no, I don't think I ever. I ever listened to podcasts in, on it. I think I might have downloaded one for for fun. Just it's to wild. See Which one of the three podcasts yeah. that were available did you listen to? Uh, probably probably you know, Ricky Gervais's one. Yep, or just. Some recording of ABC Radio National oh, or something yeah. like that. They Radio National were an early adopter, were they? Uh, maybe. I can't remember. Um, it's wild that I, that podcasts are named after iPods, but Apple's somehow not. They're, they've just sort of let it all go mm. and they've just sort of ceded to Spotify and, I don't know, Audible and Google and stuff. They're, we, still, they're still involved in it. You know, I think their chart is still the one that's seen as the... Yeah. Most important chart. But no if one's anyone to- thinks that podcast <laughs> charts are important. <laughs> but no one's listening to podcasts on iTunes or even the podcast. Oh, they probably are listening to I think the podcast the, app on their The phone, Apple podcast app is still one of the biggest, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Spotify's up there, but I think Apple's still right up there. I mean, I don't know what I'm basing that on. All right. A gut feel. If you feel in your gut that you're listening on an iPad pod right now, iPod pad. Mm. Are iPads and iPods related or is that a coincidence? Because they're very similar sounding. (laughs) I don't know why they just didn't keep using more letters. Yeah. E, I. Ipeed. O. Ipeed. Ipod. Ipod. Opod. Oh, yeah. Well, now if you're going to start changing that I out, you've got heaps of options. Yeah. I mean, just start off with the vowels. Yeah. Apod. Mm-hmm. Do you count Y as a vowel? You pod. Um, why? Why? Well, I'm just, it's just a question to keep oh. the conversation going. No. Because somebody, I mean, you can. <laughs> they did have Emacs. That was the thing. Yes. Really? That's why, that's why I said yeah. IRE. Emacs? Yep. Yeah. I don't recall them. before all their eye stuff. Mm. Oh, wow. Are they the ones that look sort of like fluorescent blue and yellow and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They look back cool. when Steve Jobs came back to Apple. Um, I, I did an assignment on the, on the company around that time. Yeah. Mm. And uh, got a good mark. Pretty right. wild uh, history there, but probably not relevant to Hit Monkey. It was a wild, it was a wild story. Well, One day, if we can work a monkey in there somewhere, we can tell the story. <laughs> you, he probably had one as a pet or something. Probably, maybe. Did. That's know. enough for me. That'll do. So, yes, Pete, you're on episode nine. We talked about the Marvel comic book Hit Monkey. We thought it was such a funny, obscure comic book. You're a comic book guy and you were, thought it was relatively obscure. Yeah, as far as I remember, he was sort of like a background character. Like there was a whole bunch of assassins in an issue of Deadpool. And it was like, oh, this one, it's funny because it's a monkey wearing a suit with some guns. <laughs> and that was the end of it. But little did we know, uh, someone decided it would be a good idea to write a backstory for that character. <laughs> and, you know, and here we are. Yeah, that's right. The whole- 60 years later, <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> Because it's um, is that how it happened? Like they started with a monkey in a suit and worked backwards from there. I think so. Right. Because I mean, the, that's probably something that we should have researched before the show. But <laughs> that's funny because we we did research it for the show for episode number nine. Oh <laughs> but, right. But um, should have listened to that episode. We really should have listened to ourselves. I'll never do it though, and you can't make me. But I think you're. I believe, oh, that rings a bell. That he was a background character in Deadpool. Then he got his own issue. Yep. 
Right. And, nice. Which is what we talked about on episode nine. But now that's been picked up for an animated series starring buddy David Sudeikis or whatever. Yeah, Ted Lasso himself. What's his uh, actual name? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. That's Jesus. who it was. Yeah. <laughs> mm. He, um, there's been a lot of talk recently online about um, not getting celebrities to do voice acting for animation. Like people, I think mainly because of Mario. Right. One of the Chris's. Like they it? should get proper voice actors instead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I I, can't, I quite like uh, Jason Sudeikis or whatever. Yeah. And um, but I think he does. He does feel like he. I was sort of frustrated. We'll get in. Let's get into what the show's about first. Yeah, yeah. and we'll figure out who um, Jason Sudeikis uh, is voicing in this because we also we'll leave that as a bit of. Season. Yeah, Ooh. is it the monkey? Is it the monkey? That's what <laughs> I assumed going in. Yeah. Was I correct in assuming that? <laughs> Only you will know. Oh, no, someone else will know. It also starred uh, George Takei. Yes. Who's great. Oh, it was. And uh, an Olivia Munn as well. Yes, and I, I knew, well, I don't know where I know that name from, but I know she's from other things as well. She's an actress. Yes. She's in things. Not a voice actress normally. No, uh, no, no. She's, Not necessarily. I, I know her from her face. So this series has been suggested by listeners including Armit R, Smitus, Matthew Harris, Kevin Wright, Where's My Library Card, and Alfie Hanks. And we appreciate that very much. Uh, when the preview came out, there was a lot of hype in the primates world. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Ah. Uh, and, yeah, I I was trying to think about how to talk about it. Cause Ten episodes is a lot. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe we'll just go. I found just the, the Wikipedia page, those little breakdowns of each episode. So we can just work our way through those. They're pretty short episodes, twenty like under 30 minutes. Yeah. TV half hour. I'd say if you haven't watched it yet uh, and you have any chance, if you're thinking you might, I'd say I'd pause it now and go watch yeah. it. it. It was. Pause your iPod. It was a lot of fun. Pause your iPod. Can you pause iPods? Boot up your eMac <laughs> if you've got Wi-Fi capabilities. You probably have to, that's probably dial up back then, but. They just mm. play the same podcast on a loop. So you can stop listening and then you just have to wait for the whole podcast. Oh, wait for it to come around again. All the way around again. I see. Hey, Ev, do you want to read this out or do you want me to read it out? Uh, I'm happy to read it out if you. If You're you, a good reader. We could take turns. All right. What do you want to do, Ep 1? Because ep- episode 1 is basically the comic book that we talked about on on uh, episode 9. Oh, we're just going through the, the, day. the Wikipedia Synopsis. Yeah, well, I feel that's just a bouncing off point. Um, so this is episode. I one. watched it in three sittings. I, yeah, I loved it. There were I would have watched it all in one sitting, but I it was like two or three a.m. I, I got to get up soon, so I had to put a pin in it. But I was in. <laughs> I was loving enough. it. Um, so episode one entitled Pilot. Um, it's the first episode, and I guess it's some sort of a pilot episode. Oh right? yeah, because um, it's about a plane. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any planes in it. Or yeah, there is. Is it? Yeah, because he arrives on a plane and he tries to leave on a plane. Okay. <laughs> so I assume that's where they that's got the right. name from. Um, so Bryce Fowler, an upbeat assaf- assassin, which you know that's um, he's a he's a he's a pretty affable kind of guy. Yeah. Um, what, who would you say is voiced by? <laughs> I look in my opinion, uh, I think he's he's voiced by uh, Ted Lasso. Right. Jason um, Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah the, the Jason Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis character. So he's pretty. Ted Lasso. He's pretty quippy. Yeah, he's just yeah. He's, he's 
He's Jason Sudeikis. He's a he's, real. <laughs> oh, I think he's a real Ryan Reynolds. He's, yes, of. he looks like Ryan, the cartoon. Yeah. I reckon they wanted Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> But then is that too if his origins are from Deadpool, yeah, is that a bit too, too much like oh he's just Deadpool but he's a but he's a ghost now? That's true too. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. He's not a ghost I mean, yet. It's in the name. Dead. Oh. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what is the name Deadpool? Let's not get into that. Because I think they had a there was a gambling thing seeing how long he'd live for or something. Oh. That was the Deadpool. Okay. Bryce Fowler, an upbeat assassin, is hired by a third party, I don't know who, to kill a progressive politician named Ten, uh, Ken Takahara in Japan. He succeeds, kills the guy in pretty pretty schnazzy style, some sort of like automatic remote-controlled sniper rifles. Yes. Um, yeah, he just pushed a button because he, he partied the night before as well. Yeah. So it was I a big mean, montage of him just hitting the town. Feels like anyone could have. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's in the setup. Evan, do you, uh, um, what were they on? They were on tripods, weren't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is very much like Evan, you go, someone goes, oh, Evan's just using these great cameras. They're beautiful looking expensive <laughs> cameras. I could do that. Yep. That's yep. basically Easy. what you're saying there, Evan. No, fair enough. I'm sure he's set them all up. He programmed them all. He's he's picked out the correct caliber of bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he aims them all. So he has like seven different... Um, Guns and some of them shoot out the plexiglass um, shields, and then the other ones yeah, because shoot the, out the guards. So and yeah, then one of them shoots out this politician who's who's running for office. So this is the a prime ministerial election in Japan, um, and uh, yeah, so so the, and, the, and the candidate is standing behind the what looks like bulletproof yeah glass. So there must be like pretty full on bullets to 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 crack through that, and then another one um, shoots through once those are destroyed to um, assassinate the uh, candidate. Um, and it also ends up killing the partner of um, police of, of, of a police officer. Yeah, Paul, who was this? This is Paulie Written. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. The oh, name yes. Cops okay, sorry. Does. Yes, it's all all coming back to me. Um, so, um, oh, because the grizzly someone, old cop who's seen everything. Am I making? Did, am I making up that that he jumped in front of and took the bullet for? Or, or no, is, no. He, he runs after. They figure out. The, oh, the gun! The gunshots came from the. Oh, that's right. Thirteenth yes. floor. So he runs up the stairs and and he finds the body. Partners tell him to slow. His his partner tells him to slow down, but the young cop dies. Yeah, he's this, like, we could be the first on the scene. He was very excited to right. crack the case. He Great. should have fallen over like his partner did. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway. that, that's what that's what experience gets you. Yep. So the cop dies. Um, as he begins to feel remorse for his actions, Bryce is betrayed by his employer, the person who hired him to assassinate this uh, politician, uh, and is attacked by his goons. Although severely wounded, Bryce manages to escape, fleeing to the Snowy Mountains. A tribe of intelligent snow monkeys rescues Bryce and begin nursing him back to health. Bryce takes an interest in a particularly aggressive monkey who distrusts him and... Uh, and witnesses his training. Um, this all happened in the comics. Yeah. So yeah. this was part of Hitman, uh, Hitmonkey. Oh, not Hitman. No, <laughs> no. Bryce's Hitman. Hitmonkey Zero, which was what we reviewed on the show. Yeah. A little, little flashback. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I, I love that. And, uh, yeah, you you weren't as big of a fan. I, I think. But, I mean, that was basically the first comic I'd ever read. So maybe. Um <laughs> I think that that comic somehow got the tone a little bit wrong in terms of how to treat a um, a very silly concept. Took and it too seriously. You it think? took it very seriously and not enough fun. Oh um, right! I, I, I quite liked how seriously it took it. 
<laughs> to I, me, that's the fun bit. Yeah. Right. I, in the comic books, I don't think the um, the Bryce character was quite as um, Ryan Reynoldsy. No. Um, he was a bit, a little bit less Ryan. What, what's less Ryan Reynolds? Than- it was more like a you know stiff up a lip kind. Of, I yeah. picture uh, what's that nineties Bond guy? Picture him playing him. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Right. Oh, he was right. a bit more Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a bit of fun, but he's doing it. He's not. Uh, maybe a bit more Jason Statham-y, I thought. Oh, Statham-y, yeah. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's probably more like it actually. Um, so this aggressive monkey is uh, banished from the tribe for harming another monkey. Um, but as he leaves, witnessing the assassins coming, um, this is this feels like it's not doesn't make much sense. Because um, well, the reason he's he's really trying to protect his his other monkeys, he's going. This guy's bad news. Yeah, and they're all going. No, nah, he's all right. He's all right. He's just some guy. Yeah, yeah. And in, so up to before this, we don't know what the monkeys are saying. But then we start to get monkey captions. Yeah, I love that. So when the monkeys <laughs> talk to each other, we can we can hear what they're saying. And my favorite part of the episode is where the um, the alpha male tells Hit Monkey to leave, um, not through monkey captions, but by just pointing yeah. off camera. You're it's pretty out. great. Get out. Get out. <laughs> but he doesn't say that in monkey or English. He's got a bit of a uh, or Japanese, which uh, is where this is. Um, that's set true. In Japan. Mm. He's, he's got a bit of a lion look about him as well. The alpha mm. monkey, the elder. Yep. Big, big, big mane. Bushy mane. Yeah. Bit, bit like uh, a Santa Claus. Yeah. Like Imagine a, if Santa Claus was a lion and a monkey. So if he was in that house of mirrors. <laughs> with If a, Santa Claus, a little menage a trois, and somehow that you could have like tri-sex babies. And I think if you can't, I think you should be able to. If anyone can do it, Santa Claus can. Yeah, exactly. He'd just twinkle his nose <laughs> and, uh, and something else and, uh, yeah, make the magic happen. Um, so, 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 so because Bryce, the, the upbeat assassin is, is still alive, the kind of mercenaries that were after him in the first place, um, the, the people that hired him, uh, they want to finish the job. So they, they, they track, track him up to the mountains. How do they track him? I have absolutely no idea. They just rock up. It feels so remote. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's only so many places he can go. He's on foot. That's true. They've been they've che- been checking all of the hot water monkey pools <laughs> yeah. around the place. He'll be in one like, of these dead pools. Yeah, because <laughs> oh. he's going to be dead. So the so 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 and the mercenaries they come across the, this tribe of monkeys and they just sort of let loose on the monkeys, kill, kill killing them all. And then this aggressive monkey. This it's o- brutal. They're out. having they're gleeful in just mowing down the monkeys. Yeah, because the monkeys throw a few snowballs at them, and they're like, <laughs> not like, oh, that's cute. We'll leave them. It's like, <laughs> that's cute. We'll kill them. <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to think the mercenaries yeah. aren't good people. I was thinking the same. That was the point. Where I'm like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Are we cool with these guys and how they're behaving? <laughs> Put a content warning because there is monkey monkey violence. There is yeah. monkey on monkey and human monkey on, on monkey man. and then man on monkey. Yeah, violence. Does that man on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they shoot all the monkeys. That's right, they do. Yeah, and various people try and harm uh, our uh, titular hero during yes. the, the course of the series. Mm. Um, Most of true. the people, nearly everyone, nearly. And everyone. I say it's mm. not on. No. <laughs> um. So. So our hit monkey picks up some some of their guns and um, he he takes out all the mercenaries. Um, uh, and to, it, to lunch? No, uh, to hell. <laughs> to hell takes them to, to hell. hell. <laughs> right. Um, no, nah, he he murders them all. Okay. Um, violently. So um, he Just doesn't. It doesn't paint, paint a word picture for us, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty. Gr- I I when I um I 
I mean, I hadn't seen this show prior to watching it. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, that's, so, right, that's true for a lot of people, so, not everyone, but <laughs> but I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, right? Like I, th- I thought, oh, hit my kid. Looked, it looked like it could have been like a kids' cartoon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, but 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 it's it's got a heck of an opening, um, and it really sets it up for being. It's quite a gruesome, violent. Um, it is, but well, I'd love to talk quickly about the animation style. Maybe, sure. which I really enjoyed. It's, it's quite simple. Can mm-hmm. you two put it into any better words than that? Well, it's definitely... Um, I like inf- how you've taken this one, even <laughs> though you're sitting next to a professional illustrator. No, well, maybe I should... <laughs> no. It's definitely anime-inspired. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's a nice sort of midpoint between, um, I guess, uh, American-style animation yeah, um, and, yeah, um, manga. Uh, or, sorry, yeah, anime. And so it is, yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, parts of it seem a bit like like an Archer style. They kind yeah, of move yes. a little bit. It's right. made by the same studio as Archer. Right. I, yeah, I think uh, Bryce has got a bit of a – he could be an Archer character. Yeah. But some of the characters seem almost underdrawn, and I guess that was part budget or part – just artistic choice. Which which characters? I the, think of the snowmen that get um, <laughs> uh, yeah, kicked over. Basically featureless. Yeah, that's just, all, just white shapes, really. <laughs> I was thinking like the um, the niece of the politician. Oh yeah, and maybe she yeah she just seemed like uber two D. Yeah, I think maybe that's deliberate to make her seem different from the other characters, right? Or more sympathetic, perhaps. Oh yep, okay, that's mm. interesting. But yeah, or it's a mistake, and they they should, <laughs> and they're only hearing about it now. Oops, yeah, whoops, <laughs> we've forgotten some of her features. <laughs> um, so 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 so, um, they the there's this whole this firefight with the mercenaries. I think in amongst all this, um, Ted Lasso gets shot, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like maybe he's he's dead Lasso. Maybe he's dead Lasso. <laughs> um, but then it's sort of this fake out where no, he's all right, he's okay. Um, but then he does die, um, and and um, and and Hit Monkey's born. He has part. Doesn't have parting words to Hit Monkey, oh, who's basically known as Monkey to Bryce. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I don't think he they just call him it, Hit Monkey. I think they just call him Monkey. Yeah, throughout the series, monkey, which yeah. is interesting. And they don't There's call so him Ted Lasso. Around. They call him Bryce. Yeah, that's confusing as well. Yeah. Oh, you, wait. Are you talking to Ted Lasso? <laughs> He sounds like Ted Lasso. It wasn't until deep into the season they gave him that Bryce backstory, you know, that flashback. You're like, oh, oh. Ted Lasso used to be Bryce. Um, with his dying words, just back to the episode description, Bryce declares that the monkey must pursue the assassin's employer. Um, this is, I mean, that's talking about Bryce, right? Yeah. yeah so Okay. That's poorly worded. Bryce this, this, and the monkey have a special bond. Yes. Um, bound by their shared uh, aggression problems. And also, so. these men killed them, or they, you know, they both want revenge. Yes, united by revenge. Monkey's whole crew is was mown down. Yep, and Bryce's whole himself was also yeah, mown down. Yeah, they have a, a common enemy. Yes, themselves, whoever they are. Yes, <laughs> themselves and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, a common enemy. They don't know who who it is. Like yeah. they don't. They, they need to. They have a mystery. An uncommon enemy. Right, and as he died. Um, yeah, did, did we see him as a ghost? Because I assume, I'm like, oh, that was just like a guest, like a big name special guest for the first episode. I thought he was dead, and I don't re- in the comic books was there a ghost? I don't remember the ghost. Yes, but I don't. Think we just didn't he, go that far. No, it, there, I re- I read ahead a little bit and okay. read the story after that, which follows, as far as I can remember, quite a lot. 
into the the show. Um, and yeah, it involves some daredevil um, villains and right. an assassination, another assassination plot, and you know all that kind of intrigue. Yeah, um, he does pop up, but I don't think he's there quite as much. Right, um, probably because he's not voiced by a big name actor. <laughs> no, like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Or the guy who replaced him, Jason Sudeikis. It seemed for a while that like a wisecracking Ryan Reynolds type was in every movie. Yeah. But I mm. can't think of any of them. They've just all become Ryan Reynolds in my in my mind. Yeah. Who were some of those other wisecrackers? So like Jim Carrey sometimes played this sort of smarmy character. Like a lot of Marvel superheroes have that sort of thing, right? Uh, yeah. Well, Iron I mean, Man. Robert Downey Jr. is definitely that kind of quippy. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking more like... Chandler Bing. Oh yeah, it's like this sort a funny of, friend. Yeah, this um, sarcastic. Yeah, kind of character. wisecracker. Wisecracker. Um, sort of like you and our friendship group. That's right. I'm the Jason Sudeikis, or am I the the Chandler Bing? <laughs> could you be any more Jason Sudeikis? Uh, yes. And you so could. I, I kind of like it in this that it's not that he's the coolest guy in the world. He's actually quite sad, Bryce. Mm. Um, as a character because he doesn't really have any friends or proper connection with people because he kills people for a living. Um, and so it's not like he everyone thinks he's great. No. In fact, people quite often think that he's a loser. Yeah, and we don't really, yeah, we don't, he seems like a solitary guy. Yeah. The night that we, he, the only night we know him as a human, a living human, he's just sort of out partying, looking for looking for uh, fun in the... Yeah. Uh, Nightclub sort of stuff. All the wrong places. All the wrong places. Well, they look like pretty oh, good places. No, but. yeah, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm watching it going, are we setting this up for him to butcher the job tomorrow? I'm like, oh, there's right. no way I'm I'm, get, I'm I'm sleeping through my alarm if I'm having that kind of a night, he's, let alone getting up and shooting with precision. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting one, right? Because he's very, he seems to be very good at his job despite not really caring and not really putting much effort in. Yeah. Which is cool. Would it be great if we could all be like that? Yeah. I think it's more of an affectation, you know. He's mm. trying to seem ironic and cool. Right. Where he obviously does really care a lot about killing people. Yeah. That's his passion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we um but yeah, no, we do see the we do see ghost Jason Sudeikis. We do. Bryce. That's so funny. Um, I just fully missed it. I'll- it's just right at the end of episode one. Right. Um when dead, um Dead yeah. Lasso. Dead Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, so so uh, I think Hit Monkey goes off to to find some revenge, and uh, Bryce pops up. Yeah, Hit Monkey goes to the train station to take a train to Tokyo. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that Hit Monkey seems to intuit about human society. He does. Yeah. <laughs> when he needs to, he'll just go and do it. And he's also, for the most part, not really noticed. Not really. Or people hmm. will sort of see him and be like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Monkey, huh? I don't think there are a lot of monkeys wandering around in Tokyo. No, as far as even I in little suits. Even in little suits, hmm. um, which he doesn't have yet. Oh, right. Yeah, but we yeah, he's just it. a monkey at this stage. That's right. He yep. gets it when he goes to a. But he's not just a monkey, guys, because oh, he didn't get the suit, but he did get uh, the, the goggles. Got, yes, he got the glasses. It was the the. Um. <laughs> did you go out, Pete, and specially buy? Hit monkey style sunnies. I did specially buy hit monkey sunnies, and that sound, listeners, was the sound of me putting on <laughs> That's the unmistakable sound. Yeah, of. but I I made it using some fish yes. that I uh, slapped together. <laughs> a, diff- a different species of fish, if you're wondering. Yeah, that, that was glasses me. fish aren't the same as hand fish. No, marlin and sturgeon, yes. the two fish that I used. Mm-hmm. 
A couple of big fish. Will there be some more later on? Who Are can they? tell? Are sturgeon big? Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I these, to... <laughs> these ones aren't. They baby sturgeons. Yep. Pete only kills and eats and slaps baby fish. That's right. So that's the origin story. Um, we should probably like breeze through sort of the the, the plot of the, the the next bits. But um, so in episode two, um, he, uh, he he arrives in Tokyo and he's he's linked with Bryce. They they can't separate from each other. If Bryce goes too far, then he sort of starts to fade away, glitch away, or whatever, or, or glitch right. back. To it? Yeah, he, he doesn't sort of fade away. He, it's almost like he's on a on a leash. Yes, he's on a a shortish leash, and it feels like he can't get more than maybe 10, 15 meters away. Otherwise, he's just dragged along. So. There's times when if Monkey's in a in a fight and all of a sudden he's on a car driving away, then Dead Lasso is being towed behind him, sort of. Yeah. Um, so and Bryce is kind of calling the shots. He's trying to trying to work out what what happened. Um, takes him to a fish warehouse where he where he actually got the mission to kill the the politician Takahara. And if you um, listen closely uh, during the <laughs> the fish warehouse sequence, you can hear some fish. Being slapped together. Yes. And that's obviously made using human hands. Human yes. hands, yeah. That's all reversed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, they find this old woman who we, who we did see in the first episode who, who, who gave the job to, um, to Bryce. And um, anyway, she meets a pretty grisly end. She, um, did you notice in the first episode she had quite a bad cough? And right. I'm like, oh, this is Pavlov's cough for sure. She's dying. Right. They never have a character coughing up like this if they're not going to about to find out they got yeah. cancer. But that so was, she Pavlov's, just had a cough. Pavlov's yeah. cough is where <laughs> she, <laughs> coughs, <laughs> she coughs and then a dog salivates. Is that yes. what happens? Yeah, right. got yeah. It. I get confused between <laughs> Pavlov, Chekhov, oh. and uh, the one with the box where the cat's dead or not dead. But um, I meant Chekhov. Chekhov's cough, not Pavlov's cough. Okay. Who's the box one? Schrod- uh, Schrodinger. Schrodinger, Pavlov, Chekhov. I get them all confused. Um, and Schroeder from uh, Peanuts. Yes. I but it's a, it's a, like a red herring, right? She, because another, another type of fish. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> because she's actually quite uh, quite agile and, 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 you know, good at fighting, although she does it accidentally. She ends up just dying accidentally. Almost really. as agile as a um, what kind of monkey is hit monkey again? Uh, a Japanese macaque or yeah. macaque, depending mm-hmm. on where you're from. Calling it macaque uh, is sort of most of the world, and then macaque is really just in this studio. <laughs> but it still depends on where you are. <laughs> really, just that side of the studio too. <laughs> um, so, so the 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 politician who uh, was assassinated. Um, his running mate, um, just, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, yeah, running mate, I get not running mate. It was almost the advi- advisor, like senior yeah, advisor yeah. sort of thing. Um, uh, it ends up sort of taking over the campaign. Um, he has to be niece, convinced to though. Yeah. His, his niece convinces him, um, to, to, to run. Um, and sort of saying, Hey, we can't just, cause it's like, a I guess it, it seems like it's like, a quite a progressive candidate versus quite a conservative candidate. Yeah. It's like a real black and white choice they're making it out yeah. to be. And the other candidate is like, well, I guess I win by default now. Um, <laughs> and so, so they're like, no, maybe, maybe you should run and we could still, we could still win this. Um, it's a funny idea that just, you know, a month out from a campaign, someone who wasn't running at all of a sudden is like, I've decided I'll be the candidate now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an unusual circumstance. Um, it, at least in 
our side of the world mm. for a political candidate to um, be assassinated. But, um, but it, you know, it makes... Al's normally just go swimming and never come back. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it makes some sense. It's like, oh, you, you know, you've got some sympathy now, right? Uh, it could translate. It could translate to, to votes. It could. Um, anyway, I mean, that's the, the, the crux of episode two. Um, I, I just want to note, so there's a funeral for um, the, the slain politician. Yes, Takahara. Um, and it's a very odd funeral mm. uh, because it includes a bunch of street toughs uh, killing pigeons in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a fight with the Yakuza, who's also there. Yeah. I was wondering why all those thugs were there. Yeah, me too. Um, it wasn't immediately obvious it was a funeral, really. No, not really. I mean, there was a big speech. Yes, and, and that was some- the thing that really made them all decide, yeah, people love him. Mm. He could be – it felt a bit gross, actually, that he sort of – he basically was starting his campaign at the funeral. Well, the the conservative candidate said as much. He's he's like, oh, you know, you're a bit of, bit of a scumbag for using a funeral as a place to launch your candidacy. Yeah. Um, I think we'll find that the uh, remaining candidate – is a bit of a scumbag himself. Yeah, That's yeah, a bit of a pot calling the kettle black scenario. Mm-hmm. I think there, um, but this is also mostly scumbags. I think this this show. Yeah, a lot of scumbags, a lot of lovable scumbags. Um, <laughs> and you also, I guess, you really just skipped over the bit where a suit was found. Oh, I was, I was getting there, but yes. Yeah, so, so the episode two is where um, the titular hit monkey uh, he he steals a suit um, and puts it on, and that's he, he does he do that to get in with. Is it? No, there was a boy. For some reason, he's in this room and there's a boy there. Bryce tells him to put on a suit because his bottom is, is showing. Because he's, right. he's been um, attacked by the old lady who was sawn in half. But before she did so, um, she uh, somehow managed to scrape all the fur off his, his bum. Yeah. Yeah, if you look like almost like he'd been, yeah. They're sort of like scratch marks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe sword marks. Yeah, so but, probably better to put a bandage on it rather than a. <laughs> she was going to kill him on that um, on that circular saw. It was a real James Bond villain kind of thing. He yeah. was slowly yeah. tracking towards it, and Bryce. That was the first moment I realized that Monkey could understand Bryce because Bryce is going unclip that thing from just there, and then he unclips it and he's out. Like I said, there's another moment in the in the the show where Monkey um, opens a door. I mean, yeah, that that part blew my mind. I don't <laughs> think that. Uh, monkey's life living in the pools in the um, in the snowy mountains really prepared um, them for understanding how doors work. Doors, yeah. Or, or I mean, he, he picked up automatic rifles pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, it's pretty amazing. It displays a lot of um, monkeys. Famously, don't have you know what our primate brothers uh, have in in muscle and strength. They lack in dexterity. Mm. Luckily, he seems to have a bit of both. Very special monkey. Yeah, yeah. What a hit. Um, and so, and then the, the, uh, alongside this happening as well is the um, the police officer whose partner was killed in the first episode in in the assassination. Um, he, he's kind of trying to work out what he's he's trying to get to the bottom of all this as well. Do, doing investigations, is the, yes, is the B story um, with with uh, Olivia Munn. I think is she's the niece. No, no, the the police officer who's oh, trying to get cop. to the bottom of it. Yeah, the, old, the cop, old cop um, gets a new partner. Yes, new partner, and she she's from like the, from the country. She does things by the book, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, she's, she's quoting pages. Yeah, I don't know if she actually does, but it's sort of. Uh, I think you'll find uh, chapter three, section C says we really should do this by the book. <laughs> it says it right there in the book. 
Um, and they see at the end of this episode, see some security footage of Hitmonkey doing his thing. And they're like, Ooh. oh, and maybe, mean, maybe can, this is... be more specific? Shooting people. Okay. Yeah, got it. He's got um, a few things. <laughs> and they think... Uh, Opening they, doors. Uh, wearing a suit. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, they see all of that. Um, Putting up with Sudoku's quips. And they think this 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 uh, m- murderous monkey seems to m- maybe has something to do with the um, uh, politician getting offed. Um, hey, I just had a quick thought. Should we make this a two-parter? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could we do should. the first five episodes here and then next week do the next five or something. We sure. could. We definitely could. I mean, it, it's the kind of content that does demand an extended <laughs> um, in-depth look yeah. over two episodes. Sure. There's a fair bit of it. Um, episode three. Whoa. Now this, I love this title. Yeah. The, the Legend of the Drunken Monkey. Um, so um, while, arguing to ha- to, while arguing about having to kill, Hitmonkey and Bryce encounter Stick a blind monk who can communicate with them, declaring that they are bound and must work together. Yeah, Stick just knows everything. Stick's, Stick's sick. I um Big fan of Stick's work. Forgot. I didn't know his name was Stick. No, I didn't know that either. I forgot this happened, to be honest. Um, <laughs> because I think, because I think that, that, so I think Hitmonkey is, is, is struggling with the idea of killing people. He yes. seems to have some morals. Is that, is that kind of That's what the, right. the difficulty is? I mean, the whole reason, the, the whole reason he didn't like Bryce and was trying to tell everyone about Bryce is like, this guy's bad. He's a killer. Yeah. We don't want him around here. He, he's, he wasn't a killer. This wasn't in his nature. So he's like, he's like, I don't want to be a killer, and that's why he slowly he, he makes his own but rule. He's, he's got a lot of rage. There's a lot of conflicting mm. feelings. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, does he? What's his? What's his rule? He only kills people who kill people. Is he's a killer of killers. Killer of killers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I still think that's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's killing people. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I I do think that Hit Monkey ultimately is trying to go, do good, but really. Uh, you know, but he's—I just want to put myself on the record of saying okay. uh, killing people <laughs> is bad. Jeez. You've changed, yeah. Pete. All right. You used to just take hits for money. Now you won't even kill killers. No, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a pacifist. But that's—I guess that, that's got a pacifist. <laughs> Bryce is the is his mentor. Yes, and he's going. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like you. I'm not gonna kill for money. He, Bryce, just killed this politician. He didn't know anything about him. He just, it was a lot of cash, so he took the job. Yeah. Whereas Hitmonkey's like. I don't know what cash is. I don't know what cash is. It makes no sense to me. (laughs) I really just wish my monkey friends were back hanging out in that pool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess Hitmonkey's reasons for killing are are probably more substantial than than Bryce's. Yeah, because Bryce, I mean, he, I don't know if he really needs vengeance on the, I mean, it is People, his fault. Yeah, no, it's not Hitmonkey's fault that no. um, in any way yeah. that uh, that his tribe was killed. It's all Bryce's fault. Yeah, Bryce <laughs> brought them there. Yep. and he yeah, it was. It's all on Bryce. Yeah, and he's. I think he goes pretty easy on Bryce. Um, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. There's a couple of times during the season that he uh, he sort of um, holds him to account a little bit more, but for the most part, he sort of just puts up with him. Yeah, Bryce has the advantage of being more articulate and Hitmonkey <laughs> can't really explain exactly what uh, Hitmonkey's feeling because, uh, you know. It's possible that we missed the scene where Bryce explained doorknobs. It could be. <laughs> you know, they yeah. can't put everything in. They might have skipped over that, yeah. 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 Um, um, so, um, F3, yeah, so, so uh, Haruka, Haruka, who um, is Olivia Munn, we were talking about before, so saw the security camera footage and they're like, oh, it's the monkey. 
Um, the, she, she goes to try to convince the police force of that and is laughed out of the building. Um, yes, even though her partner says, don't, don't say it. Yeah. Don't say yeah. it. The old cop is like, Please dude, don't say it. Don't, yeah. I've made this mistake before. The old, yeah. Because the old cop, he thinks that as well, but he's like, don't say that. We need more evidence. This yeah. is going to sound pretty ridiculous. Wait, they've got video footage <laughs> yeah. though. I mean, that's that's enough evidence in a lot of cases. And he, he's someone. got fur as well from the crime scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which she thought was him taking drugs or something. Yeah, she gave him a funny look. Yeah, and then <laughs> she turned on him. She said, I'm not going to work with someone who's corrupt. And then he said, no, I was just, I think it's. I think it was the monkey fur. But he picks it up, what, knowing that it's going to be evidence that will not be accepted by anyone before he even knows that it's. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that's a bit. It's like he's doing his own. Like, yeah, because even it would be inadmissible in court, wouldn't it, if it, he's, like, secretly taken it and it's been on him the whole time? Yep. Oh, by the way, I had some evidence that I found that I didn't tell you about um, that I got from the crime scene earlier. But I think, I mean, he, he doesn't trust the force either oh. uh, with good reason. There's a lot of dodginess there. He's also out for revenge. Yeah. He declares in the first episode that uh, to his new partner that if he finds the person who killed his partner um, that he will kill them. Yeah, he kills killers lots, too. Lots, lots, yeah, lots of lots of revenge, lots of killers killing killers. Yeah. Kids show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. Olivia Munn is the niece. Got it. Oh, um, is that what her, I said? Yeah, what you said. That's interesting. Yeah, you are right. Um, Haruka is voiced by Ali Mackey, uh, who, uh, uh, from Toy Story 4. Oh, who'd you ah, play in Toy Story 4? Giggle McDimples. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great A- character. Andy. <laughs> Andy from a powerhouse performance as Giggle McStiggles. <laughs> Giggle McStiggles. Um, so, um, what else is important in episode three? Anything? Anything uh, got dr- I'm guessing this is one he got drunk. Is that why it's titled that? They um, went to it like he he was trying to fit in at this casino. Yeah, every episode, it, yeah. Bryce gets. There's a little clue. They just. Every one they kill somehow leads them to the next person they got to kill. Yeah, so in the previous episode at the end of the funeral, there's like a military general that gets hit by a bus. Again, they sort of accidentally kill him. Mm. Um, and uh, and there's something about the twins. Oh, there's these two names and it turns out they're brothers. So they go to the casino where they work. Yeah, yeah. Cape and Tepe. And to fit, to fit in, <laughs> Bryce is telling monkeys like, they sort of crash this casino and everyone pulls their guns on Monkey. Yep. And Bryce's like, dance, dance, <laughs> yeah. Monkey. So <laughs> Monkey starts dancing and then they're all like, hey, this guy's cool. He's <laughs> just a this monkey. <laughs> this monkey can stay with us. <laughs> um, That's fun. So, so yeah, they, he ends up partying. He's doing yeah, shots and. The gambling. Um, all the he's, hit monkey he's cheating as well. Oh, yeah. Well, Bryce is going oh, around right. looking at everyone's cards. Yeah. But, you know, what can you do? you got to do something, <laughs> right? And, and then, uh, yeah, well, you, you, you're you going to mention he, I mean, he pres- does a lot of drinking. Yeah, when presumably we miss the scene where Bryce teaches Monkey how to play poker. Yes. Yeah. They cut. There's a lot of cut scenes. Yeah. <laughs> this would have gone on for so freaking long if we sure saw him. We need a montage for every skill he's about to use. <laughs> yeah. Uh, using buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, he, the, the, the monkey develops a, a drinking problem to get over his pain and dislike of killing. Um, after Hitmonkey is captured by the twins, that's Cape and Tepe, um, revealed to be the sons of the old woman, a bit awkward there, Bryce finally admits that being a killer isn't easy. Hitmonkey, he, finally admitted he it. made it look easy, yeah. but I guess that's, that's his skill, right? 
Hitmonkey then Quips. kills his captors. Yeah, he's quipping. Um, here, Hitmonkey then kills his captors, uh, picks up a finance book discovering the address of a man named the accountant who paid for the assassination. Right. Got it. Um, so. So, yeah, and it, in the meantime, he's taking down this big gambler. He gets, he. they need to, yes. to even find the twins. He has to go to the like the high rollers room. So he's winning. Mm. They're cheating downstairs in the main room. They get invited up to the high rollers room, and then um, Bryce keeps going. Don't don't take this guy down. He won't he won't like it. <laughs> and Monkey doesn't listen, and he he goes all in and he cleans him out. And then that guy gets angry, but then he ends up dying too. What do you think the other gamblers are thinking about while they're playing against? <laughs> yeah, they think it's cute for a bit, a and then as he as the they're they're looking like the macaques in the end, yeah. as, he, <laughs> as he's absolutely cleaning them up. Yeah, um, hit monkey, it, and it's becoming pretty clear that he's pretty good at killing people too. Yeah, he can, he's he feels like one of his powers is invincibility. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's no scenario, and Bryce is never nervous about him. He'll be outnumbered yeah. like twenty to one. And Brad's like, all right, do your stuff. This guy hadn't picked up a gun three weeks ago. <laughs> and now you're just like, yeah, kill all these trained killers. I'll just lean up against the car and quip for a bit. Well, I mean, at this point he's discovered he's a ghost and can't affect objects mm. or anything around him. That's true. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing he can do, but it's, but he doesn't even should seem be, like he's worried at all. Should be more concerned, especially when Hitmonkey is the only way that he's going to get revenge yeah. for his own death. Which he That's sees true. as the way for him to get to the afterlife. Maybe Hitmonkey is invincible because he has un- unfinished business. Right. It's like that episode of Rick and Morty I watched the other day. Right. Oh, there's a uh, new Rick and Morty. Yeah, there's a new Rick and Morty. Huh. Uh, and there's an episode with... Uh, Any with... Rick and Monkey episodes? It seems like something they might do. Probably. Oh, that'd be handy. But there's an episode with um, with uh, with uh, fortune cookies um, and uh, and they, they can't die while they have an unfulfilled fortune. Ah. So maybe it's like that. Oh yeah, could be. He's invincible because he has he has he's got to sort his shit out. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like he just can't he can't miss. He he can he just he's very kills good. anyone. He's very good. Maybe maybe monkeys are just better at you know guns and swords than we are. With the katana, with could the be. guns, they're more agile. Fist to fist, we we really haven't done enough tests. You're right. I mean, they've been wasting all this time testing shampoos on monkeys. They should be (laughs) testing out hand-to-hand combat to them. I obviously don't. uh, I don't (laughs) think we should be. I don't condone. I think we should be testing anything on monkeys apart apart from maybe leaving them the fuck alone. Oh yeah, probably leaving them alone. No, don't cuddle them. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend cuddling it. No, they should be testing the shampoo on uh, CGI monkeys. Yeah, get Andy Serkis in. Get him to put some balls on his head. So I watched Andy Serkis in something yesterday. Batman. Was it Batman? I watched the Batman. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. It just went for way too long. Yeah, right. it was like three hours. There was like a whole, I reckon they could have just trimmed out 45 minutes. Was he in a mocap suit? I hadn't seen it yet. No, <laughs> it was just in an Alfred, or just a classic suit. Regular tie, suit. Yep. Suit and tie. <laughs> Are you sure that he wasn't in a mocap suit? Oh, they, that's a good point. They CGI'd a different suit I'm on I'm not it? sure of that at all. Because <laughs> they, it, for versatility's sake, I mean, they could choose halfway through the Filming to just put on another suit. Change the tie. Yep, change the tie. Splatter some blood on if you need to. <laughs> Take it off. Ooh, yeah, anything. Change his hair. <laughs> That's true. Make him a chimp. Make him a chimp. They've still got the Caesar stuff there. To, good to go. It would probably be cheaper just to make him look like a chimp these days. Yeah. Mm. And, and the Monkey re- Butler. They've, <sighs> they've recorded other, you know, other actors' facial expressions for, yeah. for, for um, you know, project like 
uh, Tom Hanks in the the Polar Express. Yeah. So we could oh, yeah. we could uh, we could put Tom Hanks's face. Yeah. Or you know like his uh, uncanny valley face. His uncanny valley <laughs> face straight onto Andy Circus. Right. Sort of like a uh, Buffalo Bill scenario. That's right. Yeah. CGI version. Yeah. Uh, well, will you? Because you, um, it puts the lotion on its skin. Yes. Or the um, the shampoo in its hair, and yeah. it gets the hose again. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Just like that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So they're going after the accountant. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy oh. that paid for the um, assassination. This is one, one other thing that happens a bit. He, not only is he sort of haunted by, or not haunted, He's literally haunted by he's, Bryce. He's haunted yeah. by Bryce, but he's also sort of haunted by his old alpha monkey. Yeah. He'll oh, come yeah. back and he'll say, but basically just come back and go, what have you become, drinking now? <laughs> yeah. And that's just for him to be able to say, explain to him, oh, it makes the pain of your loss lessen and stuff Because like mm. in that situation we can see the monkey um, subtitles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't usually when he's talking to Bryce, can we? Yeah, only monkey to monkey right. uh, subtitles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, interesting choice. Them, you got to have rules. rules. You got to have, have yeah, rules. Because um, you can't have a talking monkey. That would be ridiculous. A bit silly. <laughs> um, so they, um, the address leads them to a prison, which is weird. His address is a prison. Mm. Um, and then so they, they infiltrate the prison, break it into a prison, usually a bad idea. Um, uh, they are captured by the warden. Uh, but they escape uh, and learn that the accountant is located in a closed-off area of the prison called the Pit, um, which is, I guess, like a high security. I don't know. He's a real bad guy. Yeah, I sort of at first it seemed like it. You know, it's like solitary confinement or something. But yeah. it's really it's sort of like the the reverse penthouse. It's like a nice big roomy area where he kind of runs the show down there himself. Yeah. Right. Um, the so meanwhile. The reverse penthouse. It's like a reverse penthouse. It's down. Do you mean the basement? The basement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know about these sort of terms. Uh, <laughs> I've lived in one level houses my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you, what, did you have a basement and an addict? An addict? Attic? Addict. <laughs> in the attic. All the, uh, once you get really wealthy, you start having an you addict have, you have in your the roof. Addict. Yeah. Just for fun, just to see what, what they get up to. Um. Uh, but so they um, Akiko is run off the road by so Akiko is the um, niece of the of, of the political the, the candidate who's now running. Um, is Olivia run Munn. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. It is. Yes. <laughs> um, is run off the road by Ozu's uh, promotional team, being the other the, the conservative candidate, right? That's right. Although Yokohama tells her not to call the press conference uh, to avoid an incident. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it was sort of weird. He uh, his logic didn't always add up. It's yeah, this, the, the C plot is the political intrigue. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's not that thrilling, really. But I guess it does matter in the end. Um, within the pit, uh, Hitmonkey and Bryce meet the accountant, so they find find who they're looking for. The pit is also very Buffalo Billish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the accountant forces them to battle Fat Cobra. Um, the Hitmonkey wins. 
Refu- refused. Fat, are you familiar with this guy, Pete? He's sort of like got electricity character? power. Yeah. So that guy? I feel like this is the first time we get. No, it's not. I was going to say it's the first time we get some sort of supernatural sort of abilities, but I mean, other than the ghost and the monkey that can. Well, yeah, but like more classically, yeah, almost like know, a superhero, supervillain thing. Yeah. And there's a few of them that come out out of nowhere over the rest of the season. Yeah, really, I, I felt like quite odd recurrence. Yeah, I'm like because it's you know they made the choice to for us to not hear monkey speak. It's like it almost feels like it's vaguely grounded in reality in a bizarre yeah. way. Yeah. But then, then there's a, there's a few things that are just so ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's when it started to feel a bit more like a like a Saturday morning cartoon or something to yeah. me. But but for adults because it's clearly not a kids cartoon. There's lots of blood and people being cut in half. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the idea of like super villains coming into it or whatever. Like what what are we watching? Um. So so but so but Hitmonkey decides he d- doesn't want to kill. He doesn't want to finish off. The, the fat cobra. Um, I guess he, he, he feels like he's got no beef with this guy. Yeah. He was just forced to fight him by the accountant. Um, and so he, he refuses to kill him and instead teams up with him and then they both defeat the accountant. Um, and the accountant, his secret little, like, so. Yeah. Like he's got everyone addicted on lollies or candy. Yeah. And that's how he sort of controls them. But they all think they're all in it together. Mm. And then it turns out he's got his a secret, like, quite, quite well-furnished pad. Yeah, he's got, like, a hidden room, um, which is quite luxurious. Um, and then they all find Sort of that. like a penthouse. Right. Like a reverse penthouse. Right, but underground. underground. Yeah, yeah. When then everybody sees he's, he's, he's been hiding this, like, luxurious room, they uh, they go after, they, they take him out yeah. uh, themselves. Hitmonkey doesn't even have to do it. Well, Fat Cobra is a genuine... Um, comic book character. Great. I've never heard of Fat Cobra before, but it's got quite an extensive backstory. I love that. Probably so even more than Hit Monkey. To there be would be people who watched it who would have been loving some of these um, cameos or. Yeah, 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 these little nods to other series. The. Um, before the before the the assassin the before the accountant uh, meets his end he um, he says he was hired by the rooster to 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 fund the assassination of Takahara so they've got a new lead so yeah so episode five's focused on their hunt for the rooster before we get to that is there anything you want to tell us about this character you've just discovered the fat cobra fat what, cobra what what does he what does he do he it felt like he had electric legs uh, he's got a lot of tattoos okay. Um, there's like big mutton chops. When they give these kind of yeah, this they give so much backstory, and so there's little notes here um, that Fat Cobra helped teach kung fu to Elvis Presley. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that, that's all I've got for you on Fat Cobra. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. That made the question well worth asking. I mean, it 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 raises a lot of um, points. That's so you know, funny. The Fat Cobra is that old. Yeah. Um, the, fat co- the Elvis Presley knows Kung Fu. <laughs> I guess. Is that a, maybe it's a true thing, is it? I mean, it, it's all made up. But, oh, okay. Um, you know, it's not real. But in, it, it is a true thing in, a, in, a, in another um, untrue sense of the word. According to <laughs> MarvelFandom.com, uh, his powers include chi manipulation, mm-hmm. chi augmentation, mm-hmm. chi enhanced fist, Got it. Electro electrokinesis. Check. Nervous system control. Ooh. Energy uh, uh, detection. Whose nervous system? Uh, Fat Cobra has complete control over his nervous system, enabling him to deaden himself to pain, resist the effects of drugs or poisons, and slow down the rate at which he bleeds. Wow. Mm. That's pretty good. You can make it so that you can feel things with your fingers, but your thumbs can't feel anything. <laughs> oh. If you could control your nervous system. Yeah, I imagine you can- it could. 
You could do whatever he likes. If you felt like that was a useful thing to do. So he's got, he's got a lot of stuff, and that was only half of it. Some of his weaknesses include memory loss and vices. Uh, over his long life, he's indulged in many vices, namely food, drink, drugs. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, the woodworking tool. Oh, I see. It's <laughs> like yeah. a, a clamp, um, table-based clamp. He's hit all the classics, though, there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and it, and yet the Hitmonkey is able to take him down. Yeah. That just shows uh, the, the power of Hitmonkey. Yeah. Um, you might be wondering how did Hitmonkey get out of the prison that he broke into? Mm. Uh, well, he did so with the help of a rat. Yes. Because he could have, there were two options. He could have gone with Fat Cobra, but uh, the rat said, I can help you out, monkey. Because <laughs> rats and monkeys can talk and we can see them yeah, talking. This is the right. this is the rules, just setting up the rules again. So this is rats and monkeys can communicate. This is monkey to rat subtitles? Yeah. So the rat says, creak, creak, creak. Yes. And says... <laughs> No worries, monkey. Come with me. Yep, got it. Mm. Um, and so, and then once they get out, um, Hit Monkey goes to visit Akiko. So this is the the niece of uh, the political candidate um, who's now running in the place of Takahara. Um, and and they sort of start a bit of a of like a friendship, I guess, or a um, they, they sort of become friends. Yeah. Because so because earlier in another it was in episode two, at the, I think at the funeral he saves her life. Yes, it's, it seems to be all based on that. And yeah, she, it's almost like a Spider-Man, Mary Jane thing. <laughs> Maybe, you know, she's like, ah, oh, you saved me. And then. Oh, is that how Spider-Man and Mary Jane get together? Something like that. Yeah, right. I mean, they had a history. I don't know. There you go. I thought they went to high school together. Well, I don't know. They met each other in high school. He saves Mary Jane. Then Mary Jane's like, ah, oh, Spider-Man. But he, <laughs> Spider-Man never went to school. Yeah. And Peter Monkey, Parker did. Hitmonkey never kisses Mary Jane upside down. Ah, okay. Hitmonkey and Mary Jane, they're in different things. Oh, they're in the same. Oh, look, who's the Marvel expert here? <laughs> okay, all right. They're all part of the MCU. All right. That's right. They can kiss whoever they want. Oh, man, I love. <laughs> Hitmonkey would be fantastic to bring into the MCU. He's such a great character to have in there. I, I actually, based on the strength of this TV show, I, th- I think it'd work fine. Yeah, be, I think it'd be fun. I mean, they've shown like other little animals, like uh, Rocket Raccoon and stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. I think it, it'd be great. Um, and I mean, for the Bryce character, the obvious choice is uh, John Goodman. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe they could tie it in with King Ralph Two. So he dies in King Ralph Two because yep. of a weird comical. That's right. Uh, and accident, he, and he ends up helping a monkey helping uh, seek a, revenge. Yeah, <laughs> Bring, also, I reckon let's get King Ralph into the MCU. <laughs> let's start a petition. Okay. Um, also, at the end of Ep Four is where um, the, the he's starting to get a name for himself in the media, and you know, it's like oh, people are starting to be aware of this this and monkey name in a suit. Hip, I assume it's Hitmo. I, Monkey, maybe it's just monkey. Yeah, I think maybe it's still just monkey. It's more maybe. of an image of a monkey mm. and, and the glasses and the people are starting to, starting to uh, take note. Um, Does this Is there a precedence for this, Pete, where the public, you know, outside of the comic book world know them as a certain name, but inside the world they're not known by that? Because normally they seem to almost identify with themselves, um, with themselves with their name. Sometimes in the movies especially they tend to just, they kind of drop the names if the names sound a bit silly. Right. Um, I can't think of any example, but um, in the I, I was watching Batman yesterday, and everyone went around calling him Vengeance. Ah, oh. like oh, I'm Vengeance, Danny Vengeance. Yeah, 
I don't know if they really talk, called him Batman throughout the whole oh, film. Oh, there you go. I think that I think media, the like newspaper stuff. I think I think he was called Batman, but like it's, he never it, said I'm Batman. No, he never said that. Huh. He said I'm Vengeance. I'm, I'm Vengeance. Are you sure you watched Batman? You didn't watch Vengeance. It might have been Vengeance. Oh. <laughs> Easy mistake. <laughs> Very similar characters. So yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. That's at four. Well, finally uh, today, do you want to uh, take us through at five or do you want a break? I'll t- I can go through the last one if you like. Uh, sure. Uh, so this is episode five, Run, Monkey, Run. And uh, it starts with the Yakuza leaders, including the rooster, and they join together to place a bounty on monkey. So there's just like a classic, you know, mob or yep. Yakuza room. The families are all there. Yep, they got the committee together, and they've all decided this meeting, guy's a bit of trouble. Meeting the families, and then um, they're and they're, they're you know there's there's a bit of back and forth, but the the guy who seems to be like the the most senior guy, he's adamant. We got to take this guy out. He's he's made my nephew look like a fool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after being tailored for a new suit, and there's a whole scene there where he, he goes to a, it's like an underworld tailor. Yeah. And that, which has a like a celebrity wall of yeah, photos. Yeah, he's got all the photos. All the photos of other hitmen and other things, including Bryce's on there. Yeah. With, who looks very unlike Bryce. Yeah, he looks very different in his photo. I guess it's a very, very young, a young version of him. Yeah, it's just, it's funny that they made that choice. It's like it, it makes sense that he would, but it's funny that they don't, they make it slightly harder than it needs to be. Yeah, like want to make it look like just, a, I guess, a younger version of him. Yeah. It really doesn't. You would you would look at that and go, that's a different character. Is it to show that the life of being a hitman has really taken a toll <laughs> that's on possibly Bryce what they and left him unrecognisable? Okay. Maybe he has yeah. to change his appearance uh, to evade the law. Oh, that's true oh. too. So the Bryce we know and love actually looks a bit different. It's a result Somehow of plastic he, surgery. I mean, he looks, he looks hotter. Probably now than he did in that photo. That's a stubble. Mm. Uh, yeah, it that's really helps. It. Stubble is hot. And you got you got a thick rug going on yeah, now. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit far past stubble. Oh, that's right that's now. beard. Yeah, that's beard. Evans and stubble country. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's stubble country. <laughs> God's yeah. country. I the order goes: me, Pete, Matt. Matt's yeah. gone full beard. It's a real um, ombre of beards. <laughs> so he's tailed up for a new suit. And then is attacked by various assassins. So they've put a hit out. Like he's got a he's got a, a a dollar figure on his head. Yeah, it's like hundred fifty thousand or hundred fifty. It's a lot of money. Yeah, hundred million yen or hundred fifty million yen. Quite, it, a, quite a lot. How many Brazilian rand? Ooh. <laughs> Was how it many rand real? or real? Real. real. Sorry, how many Brazilian real? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, but it, it's because Bryce is like, I never had a <laughs> a hit on me that big. And yeah, 150 million yen is uh, 1.6 million Australian dollars. And how many in uh, real? <laughs> and it seems to go out on, on like a Hitman app. Like we see a montage of all these different sort of ridiculous looking hit people. Yeah, uh, it's a bit like a um, message. 5.3 million. Their eyes lighting up. Thank Brazilian you. real. Uh, yeah, it's a bit like um, everyone's favourite Johnny Wick. Yeah. There's a scene in that where everyone gets a notification that it's time to kill John Wick. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, Who's your favourite Johnny Wick? Vibe. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's a, it's a bit Keanu weird. Re- Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. It feels yeah. a bit weird that you assume that everyone has the same favourite Johnny Wick. Yeah. My favourite Johnny Wick is uh, a listener of this show. Hi, John, if you're listening. Or he listens to one of the other shows I do. I forget. One time I got a message in. I think uh, he, he sent in a question for who knew it was Matt Stewart and he said his name, it says your name and he said in brackets, 
yes, that is my real name. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh man, you would have been going about life until five or eight years ago, or whatever. Just like, it's yeah, I'm, I'm the only John Wick I know. <laughs> yeah, and then one day he goes past and you're like, uh, yes, I'm also named John Wick. Do you think he could get his name changed by Deepol to John Wick? Open brackets. Yes, <laughs> yes that, that is, is my real, real name. name. Close brackets. Bracket. Oh, I think you should. Yeah, make things easier <laughs> yeah. and more official. <laughs> so, yeah, so all these different assassins are coming at him one by one. They're trying to um, get the cash. They can take him dead or alive. Uh, Bryce gets a bit jealous. And then Akiko discloses Ozo's, Ozu's supposed attack on her to the press, even though her uncle said, don't do it. Um but her uncle, you know, is annoyed by that. Uh, while Ito expresses sympathy to Hitmonkey's case or cause after he kills a corrupt officer. So, yeah, the uh, the young cop's like, well, now we know he's bad. This guy's not only killing killers, he's killing cops. But the old grizzly cop's like, no, yeah, that guy's a dodgy cop. She's like, what are you, where do we draw the line? Yeah, well, he's with blood, apparently. Because <laughs> yeah. he's in blood. Because the cop is, um, the cop that is killed is in the Yakuza, which seems like a weird, I mean, I don't really know how, what the Yakuza is, but there's a police officer who is Yakuza. Crimes. They, they do crimes. Right, I see. It seems weird that there's a police officer Probably. who, anyway. If you're an, uh, he's Yakuza a corrupt listener, mm. <laughs> call in now. Let us know. Leave us a review. Five stars. Lines are open. Uh, all right, Pete, this is where we get our next out of the blue, very comic booky character come in. Um, so. Well, you've got to have action figures for the hit monkey action figure <laughs> toy range. Yeah. That's true. So, we, have you heard of Yuki? Yuki. A ghostly assassin. A t- uh, I've heard of Ghost. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's a, who's a Marvel supervillain, but no, not, not Yuki. Okay. So, Yuki, so the. We see like a walking tour of Tokyo and uh, all of a sudden uh, they're saying, and this, it's like a, it looks like a, just a wooden barrel. And the guide saying, this is where one of the, uh, the story goes that one of Tokyo's protectors was buried right here. And as he's saying that, Yuki just fl- flies out into the <laughs> sky. <laughs> and then the, and the guide says something like, don't worry, that's all part of the show. Yeah. But it wasn't. No, no, she was just covering. I'm just looking up marvelfandom.com. says, Yuki is a member of the Nail, descendants of the five women ninjas that served the hand as an elite strike team for a thousand years. Uh, Yeah, it's not a very in-depth page about her. So she she might not be as Hmm. famous as... um, Fat Cobra. Fat Cobra. I would have guessed Yuki was the more famous one, but... But she's a... So she's a... um, She's a ghost... But she's she so she can see and talk to Bryce, yes. but also everyone else can, can see right. and talk to her, which is an interesting little uh, handy little thing that comes in handy yeah, later the, in the series. There's a few conversations where she's talking to, and she can talk to Monkey as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's people who can't see Bryce going. Wait, who are you talking to? <laughs> It would be very confusing. Yuki must have to explain stuff all the time. It's a real Venn diagram of ghost monkey uh, communication. She's right in the middle there. She's the overlap. But uh, she, her big thing is, I'm the protector of Tokyo. She says that a lot. Got it. Or or at least once. Not unlike, so she's the Godzilla of this story. I guess so. (laughs) I haven't seen any Godzilla stuff, but I'm keen to see since we last, since we stopped doing the show a while back, uh, Godzilla versus... Kong, Kong came out. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely do that. Um, Have you ever talked about the King Kong the musical? 
No, that's that was the most. I was just looking through the, our suggestions. So, if listeners want to suggest uh, topics of discussion, um, there's a, a link in the show notes. And the last one that I saw was the King Kong Broadway musical. So, yeah, got to do an episode on that at some point. You saw it, yeah? Oh, are you putting your hand up? <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, we've got you down as the Marvel expert. Are you also the musical expert? I mean, it is. What? How many musical episodes have you had so far? Uh, none, I reckon. None. I mean, there's unless a- there was an Umbrella Academy musical episode. Normally, there is something like that. Um, it certainly is a musical about King Kong. Okay. I'll say that much. <laughs> so, so yeah, Yuki comes out. She attacks Hit Monkey and Bryce. This is one of the scenes where she's taken on Hit Monkey and Bryce is just being dragged along. But yep. she can also hurt Bryce a bit, right? Am I remembering that right? Ed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's trying to prevent them from killing. She's like, I'm protecting the city and you're out there causing a ruckus. I'm putting a stop to it. Uh, while fighting Yuki and a street racer named Aiko, hit, uh, this is poorly written, Evan, I'll agree. I normally yeah. love the Wikipedia synopses. Yeah, it's not just me. It's it's poorly written in a few ways. Um, so is so this guy, Aiko, the street racer, is he's in a, one of the assassins that's out to- I think so, yeah. yeah that's what and he's doing impression. it live streamed. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He was a bit of a weird character. It feels um, like that's something you wouldn't do as a hit man. Right? No. That's pretty brazen. Yeah. But then again, he's driving around in a fancy car mm. and I mean he's not a not a subtle guy. Um, <laughs> no. But then again, neither is Tone Bryce. it down, mate. Bryce could probably, you know, stand to turn it down a bit as well. So Yeah, well well that that was something that I was finding. It took me a while to figure out. I'm like, why is it he's just sort of always on the same tone, always the same energy, always yeah. just quipping. Mm. I'm like, why aren't you, he's never, he never quiets down in awkward scenes. He always, no matter what's happening, he's always talking the same way to Monkey. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems strange, but I'm like, oh, because no one can hear him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I still, you'd still think that there'd be some hangover from him being a human where you whisper when people might be able to hear you. He like yeah. instantly got used to being a ghost. Mm. Well, I mean, it was established that he was just, he was like this anyway. Yes. And that's why he was so lonely, apart from all the killing. Yeah. I which, think and you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not meaning to be like an annoying nitpicker like that. I don't, I mean, I don't really give a shit about the reality. Of what We're talking really, about a hit monkey here. Yeah. But you I just, be, I, I would enjoy the show more and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a bit more if there was sort of just some levels in the performance from Sudoku's. Yeah, he's um, he's very, he, he gets a bit, it's it, there's just so much of him because Hitmonkey doesn't talk and Hitmonkey is kind of the lead, the main character. And so, so, so Sudoku's sort of talking for, talking for two. Yes, and he's I sort of get all that. And I, I think, you, you know, there's probably not much you could do about it. I just think if you just had a little bit of tone variance and stuff. Yeah. But I guess mm. there's no reason for him to. And maybe he just didn't give a shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think mon- a hit monkey is filling in all of those um, quiet brooding yes. um, spaces. He does a lot of great brooding. Yeah. <laughs> he reminds me a little bit of Ryan from the OC. From the uh, wrong side uh, of the tracks. Yeah. Hey, Chino. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Ryan. <laughs> I um, think very similar characters. I was at an op shop today. Uh-huh. And on the shelf was uh, an OC DVD box set. OCD. An OC DVD, DVD box set um, from like China or something. Oh, yeah. It must have been like the it must have been like the Chinese version. It was like the full full series. Do you, does your DVD player accept zone whatever? Different region, yeah. I don't region. have a DVD, but I don't think. I'd, I'd have to put it Why'd in my PlayStation. Why'd you buy it then? I didn't buy it. I've never seen the OC. Evan, that seems like a weird purchase. Why did we have to watch it, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> we have to see if there's a monkey in it. Um, yep. 
Okay, so car chase, so bit of the fun. car chase, bit of fun. Uh, then hit it's all monkey. a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hit monkey saves Ido from being run over. Separately convincing both him and Yuki that he is good. Hit monkey is then captured by the poacher, who's another one of the. This is like a very feels like a cartoon, a character from Captain Planet or something. Yeah, I'm the poacher. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it definitely gets into a bit of these sort of cartoony stereotypes. He's the uh, taxidermist by day and mm-hmm. a villain by night sort of guy. Um, yes. Uh, together they kill the poacher. This is Bryce. Uh, what are we calling him? Uh, dead Lasso. Dead, dead, dead Lasso. Lasso. <laughs> dead Lasso and the monkey kill the poacher. And the po- a poacher, it's the first time I've seen a cartoon poacher who's not an American doing an Australian accent either. It's normally, oh, yeah. ah, what's going on here? We'll get these wallabies and we'll put them in with the lions and we got all these ostrich eggs and we're selling them on the black market. Yeah, okay. So that felt, it was a bit jarring to see a poacher. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get up to this. Is, is the poacher wearing a safari suit? <laughs> no. Well, no. another another thing that I, a big cross for me. Yeah, right. Uh, no, what was the poacher wearing? It wasn't a safari suit. It looked more like a mad scientist or something from memory. Oh, yeah, that doesn't, find... doesn't quite match up, does it? Am I, th- am I thinking it right? Uh, I didn't find a picture of him. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that says it all, doesn't he? Doesn't it? <laughs> he didn't last very long. No, not long enough for someone to screenshot and upload it to <laughs> the internet. There you go, cop that poacher. Yeah, if you are if you uh, are out there... Um, Admins of marvelfandom.com. Um, you need some do some uh, do your work. Yeah. There's a picture of Nigel Thornberry. Oh, yeah. That's pretty that's that, who that's who I'm imagining. Yeah. Is that helpful? Yeah. Pith, pith Shave off his mustache. <laughs> and you get you're getting pretty close. Can so, you do a Nigel Thornberry impersonation, Evan? Uh it's it's been so long uh since I've seen it. Is it is it English? What is it? Yeah, he's English, it's right? Tim, it's Tim Curry. Oh. Can you do a Tim Curry ah. impersonation? Now, is Tim Curry the musical writer or the guy from A Little Orphan Annie? Is the he Rooster? T- the guy from Little Orphan Annie. Is that the rooster he plays in that the same rooster from <gasps> Hitmonkey? It could be. Yeah. That was a great character. Jeez, he stole the show. Who Although, are you talking about? Uh, Orphan, the, Tim the Curry Ross in uh, Little Orphan Annie played Rooster. Came in, sort of a bit of a swindler. Came in to try and can't get Annie. To, Trying to get seller on the black market. Daddy Warbucks is. Are you talking about Rooster oh, yes. in this show or the? Um, both shows. Both shows, as far as I know. Okay, <laughs> they're both. Their names are both Rooster. That's probably the only really? thing tying okay. them together. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, well, if you are, then I'm sure everyone is. So, <laughs> so Nigel Thornberry's like a hello, hello. Oh, so he's he Australian. I don't know. I know. I know. He's not. No. Hello, I'm, I'm not like Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, this is, oh, I mean, this Nigel is a peak character for sure. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> Mungel Thornberry here. So Monkey and Dead Lasso kill the poacher and uh, that's pretty much that's the big end of the episode. Uh, Rooster is arrested by the police and their apartment is destroyed by Yuki. So Hit Monkey decides to stay with Akiko and she allows it. Who's Yuki? Uh, Yuki's the uh, protector of Tokyo. Oh, the ghost woman. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, so that brings us to the halfway point of the series. And maybe, yeah, we'll put a pin in it there and maybe come back next week or, or sometime soon and um, finish it off. 
Because I'm I'm loving it. And it sounds like, what? did we get ahead of you, Pete? Now you can watch the final five episodes. Now, now I've got to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's man, a, I'm it's so jealous. I remember when I hadn't seen the last five episodes of Hitmonkey. It was all ahead <laughs> of me. Um, I'm jealous of where you are right now. Does any of these names mean anything to you? Neil Holman, the director, or Josh Gordon and Will Speck? No. No, none of those. They seem to be the, uh, all the episodes were directed by Neil Holman. Um, and, yeah, it was created by Will Speck and Josh Gordon. Uh, they've worked on Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, what's that? Which sounds fun. Yep. <laughs> it's about a crocodile. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, think, I don't think any of the creative team really, I, I didn't recognise any names. All the money went to uh, Dead Lasso. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, and George, George Takai, of course. Yes, who plays the um, the uncle, the, the politician who steps in to... Plays it beautifully as well. ...run for Prime Minister. Love his work there. Mm. Well, um, so I guess we, we normally give it a little score, but I guess this is just a midpoint score. Do we give it a score at all at this point? Do we save it for the end of the next episode? No, we give it a score and then we add them all up at the end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a... You, so we normally give it a banana score. How big's your bunch? Yep. In this case, I guess it's a, I guess it's a half bunch. Yep. And then how many bananas uh, do you give it out of that bunch? Out of a half bunch. Yeah. I'm going to say for me, because I know it's a baffling system. <laughs> I'll say mine and then you can you'll let your brain catch up. <laughs> I'll say my normal bunch is seven. So I guess it's three and a half this time. And I'm going to give it three out of three and a half for the first half of the series. I was loving it. I was all the way in and uh, couldn't wait for more at this point. Jeez, oh, Pete, you're right there now. Freaking hell, I'm jealous. I can't wait. Um, my normal bunch is 29. Okay. Yeah. So when you you really set yourself up for the month when you go banana shopping. That's right. <laughs> go get if, you're, if it's February in a leap year. Yeah. So and you're eating one a day. <laughs> and there's really, uh, you know, I buy my bun- I buy my bananas green. Yes. Um, so they can ripen up. So there's it's really just a good midpoint in the in the month where. I can actually eat the bananas without being sick. <laughs> oh, you don't just eat them the whole way. You don't oh, no, start I, eating green ones and end up eating brown ones. No, I, I do. I do. Um, I eat green ones. I eat a banana every day. It's yeah. just that I enjoy them more in the middle of the month because <laughs> they're ripe. Yeah, because they've ripened up. Yeah, right. So that's your full month. That's your full purchase. So a half bunch then is 14 and a half yeah, I bananas. Yeah, so I picked a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, how many how many bananas out of four and a half did you give the first half of the season? Uh, twelve. Twelve I'll out of twelve. Twelve out of fourteen and a half. That's and what, pretty good. Because because you, you didn't love the comic book. You, did you, did you enjoy this more? I did enjoy it more. I thought it was a good just like in terms of the show. It was a good balance of being kind of serious and also you know all, those, trying to f- all those quips were pretty funny. Yeah, there's a little bit of figuring out what's going on. A bit of almost like a you know there's a Bit of a whodunit in the background, sort of. And I think that it's pretty well composed in terms of the the, the shots that they get in and the movement and the sort of well, like the dramatic part where after Hit Monkey at the start has just slaughtered the um, the the SEAL team that's come to not this not a SEAL mm. team but the the mercenaries, the mili- the mercenaries yeah. yeah and is just posing with holding two yeah um, rifles. Was pretty iconic. I yeah, love some pretty cool stylized all shots. The, all the title, like every episode, they do the hit monkey title yes. in a different spot, which is you know been done a bunch of times before. Do they do really that in nice Umbrella event. Academy? Yes, I think they do. That's right. Hmm. And they also do things like, um, and it's become a bit more common lately. 
But instead of just saying Tokyo in, in small font down the bottom, Tokyo is huge letters that the aeroplane flies oh, through yeah, or yeah. past mm. on the way through. So it's a kind of it's a fun, stylish kind of show. It's got monkeys in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got assassins, which you know I'm not 100 percent on assassins, but monkeys definitely. You're more of a monkey man. Yeah, than more of an a monkey ass man. man. That's right, <laughs> assassin man. <laughs> Evan, what's your bunch? I forget. It's been a while. I just googled banana bunch and 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 look, there's a variety there, but um. I'm going to go with five. Five, yep. That's a half bunch for you or that's Pretty safe. Your... That's a full bunch. Oh. So you're, going, so you're scoring out of two and a half here today? Uh, yes. And what's your what's your score out of two and a half? Uh, well, well, uh, 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 <laughs> hang on. I've got my calculator. You're getting a calculator out. <laughs> 1, 1.75. Okay. Oh, like we're working with some fractions here <laughs> if the calculator's coming out. Um, and for this scoring, we, we're all adding our bananas up at the end. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So what I had twelve, you had. Um, I've I've noted them all down. Yeah, excellent for posterity. Excellent, good. Uh, and also because we will almost definitely forget. <laughs> the other thing we like to do when a, a listener message in last week to tell me to bring it back, we haven't done it for probably about eighteen months, but uh, we also like to give a DNA percentage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, of what <laughs> regular regular guests on the show, some sort of scientist, Andy Matthews, has said in the past that we share about ninety eight point something percent DNA with chimpanzees. So the question is, how much of yourself, Peter, do you see in the titular monkey? Oh, look, and mon- why, and you know, yeah, for yeah, what reasons? Expand on that. Head monkey does a lot of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill I, and cold blood. Well, I was thinking more about opening doors, oh, yes. um, wearing clothing, mm, yeah. uh, wearing glasses. As oh, I demonstrated a, before. Taking a few boxes for me as well there. Um, <laughs> the killing, not so much. Um, I, I think I'd probably take longer to learn how to become an assassin than <laughs> Hitmonkey <laughs> did. Um, but there's still a lot of me in Hitmonkey, mm. I think. Um, I do have a ghost of an assassin that yeah. haunts me, <laughs> trying to convince me to you know, um, commit acts of revenge. And are they here now? Uh, always, okay. Always uh, whispering sure. in my ear. Um, so in that way, we are similar. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways, not. So I'm going to say that we have 64. 64 uh, DNA in common. Or sorry, I have. Yeah, but we, as in here, monkey and I both have um, that much in common. For all the same reasons, only I also do kill people sometimes. So I'm slightly higher. Yeah. That's why I'm 69. percent And Evan, how about you? Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty. Yeah, yeah. I um share Just a lot much of those. Like share the a lot of those traits as well. Lady. She, yeah, she went 50 <laughs> 50 Split down the middle. Um, <laughs> um, I yeah. Look, I, well, I share most of those things. I don't have the the ghosts wanting right in the. So. There's only two ghosts in this room right now. <laughs> Uh, great work. Well, we'll see. We'll revisit those scores at the end of the uh, the second part two of this. Yeah, don't, uh, don't touch this. Don't touch this dial. No. Yeah. <laughs> the Just one that you've, you're, you're thinking about touching, don't touch it. The dial on your iPod. Uh, a couple of... Uh, click, click wheel. Click wheel, that's it. If people um, want to ask a question of me or the guests or have any suggestions or anything like that, there's a few forms uh, with links in the show notes you can fill out. So yeah, he, tell us what you think of Hitmonkey. We'd love to hear uh, a few weeks down the line. Or if you do it this week, you'll probably catch us before we uh, 
uh, record the second episode. Got to get in quick. Yeah, please do. Um, but here's a here's a few messages from previous weeks. This one comes from Alison from Toronto, writing in episode one three one with Seren. Matt decided that the sentence "the data are very convincing" was a bad example. <laughs> This is the second time we're talking about this last week. This is the second week in a row I've been called out on. Um, I, so I, ca- I I thought I was making fun of someone, but it turned out that it can be a plural. That it is a plural, yeah. and I I start you know, but I I was told that like the day of the release of that episode about a month ago. I ch- I wrote a note in the show. <laughs> Description saying, by the way, we now know. But I think I'm going to continue to we get. We now know. <laughs> we. Scientists are born to life. <laughs> but Alison goes, she uh, says, the data are very convincing was an example of an Italian scientist using bad English. My fact is the word data is a plural Latin noun. Datum, is it datum or datum, is the singular Latin noun. However, as language evolves over time, data can be used as a singular noun in informal settings outside of a scientific or research context. So sum up, you're a fuckhead. And I love primates <laughs> with all my heart. Well, thank you so much, Alison. I really appreciate that. Uh, uh, the big lesson there was, for me, I'm, I've already forgotten the data thing. And if you ask me to, if it's a plural or a singular, like in five minutes, I'll be like, I forget. <laughs> One of those. The big lesson is. No, no, I think the, the lesson, you've already forgotten it, was that it could be both. Oh, right. It could be both. <laughs> the other lesson I've learned is don't, don't assume you know more than a scientist. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't assume I know more than anyone. What? I, I don't know what I was getting off on that day where I'm like, well, this scientist said that a bit wrong. What an idiot. I um, appreciate that message from Alison. This one comes from Sam from Brighton. Hey, monkey boys. Great to have you back. <laughs> really loved the recent episode on Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes news. <laughs> Big fan of that franchise too. <laughs> Uh, to answer your question from that episode, yes, you should do a whole 10 episodes on Umbrella Academy Season 3. I haven't yet watched the third season and would love to have a whole crop of primates content to go with it. Thanks for everything you guys do, but especially for somewhat inspiring my own podcast, The Project Project, where, oh, is that like a project recap? Every night they watch sort of news done differently. Oh, that would they... be tedious. <laughs> I hope it's not that. Well, let me read on. <laughs> but if it is, power <laughs> to you. <laughs> Uh, no, it's where they aim to cover every single project throughout pop culture and history. Wow. Ah. What does that even mean? Like the the something project or the... Oh, the uh, Mindy. Is there a Mindy project? There is a Mindy yes. project. I'm trying to think of other projects. Uh, project A? Project Runway. Oh, Project Runway. Um, right. Project. The project might fall into that category, yes. the mm-hmm. news show in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Sam says the idea Project came- X. Oh, okay. Well, you've just uh, you're just ahead of me here. The idea came to me while listening to your episode on Project X way back in April 2019. Fast forward to now, and we've just released our 60th episode. Thanks for being 60? such an inspiration. Wow! How many projects are there? <laughs> we got to look this up. 60, Evan. <laughs> Evan would love to be a guest on your show. Get in contact with him privately. <laughs> uh, Sam says, "Keep up the good work." Thank you so much, Sam. Oh, Sam says, "P.S. Cheers for the plug. Sorry for tricking you, Matt." I know you don't read these beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) No, they deserve a plug. Yeah, uh, that's no trick. A regular listener. Oh, Pete's got the sturgeon out again. The I um, I got to use them before they go off. (laughs) (laughs) Stinks in here. The um, uh, 
Kingdom of of the Planet of the Apes being filmed in Sydney. I saw you post that this week. That's right. It, isn't it annoying that that information came out just after <laughs> we recorded and released yeah. that episode? But that's we'll fun. have to do another episode. Yes, about feel, that piece of information. I feel like we got to go up there at some point and see if we can just stand on the on the edge of the set. Yeah, <laughs> you've got passes from shoots. I've got a zoom lens. <laughs> Are there any crowd scenes? Do you think that you could try and? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's try to weasel our way if into Wes Ball, the, the director, is listening, mm-hmm. and I assume he is. Uh, <laughs> He's got to do his research. Then yep. please get me and Evan in, in one of those crowd shots. That's two less people. You've got a CGI. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that the director of the film personally vets every member of a crowd scene as well. Well, that's what I assume so, as well. So appreciate you confirming that. Have you guys ever been an extra in the background or something? Um, I was on, when I was at primary school, had an excursion to Sale of the Century. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were sitting in the crowd right behind the carryover champion's wife. And they kept they kept going her to interview her. And they record like a week in a day. So, right. so the, she's changing her clothes between every shop and the same dorky primary school kid in a uniform is sitting right behind her. Jeez, these guys have just kept showing up. And it's, you've got you've been trapped in a room all week and they don't let you change your clothes. Yeah. Have, have you been an extra? No, never. No, I don't have a face for you've been, extras. You've been uh, whatever the opposite of an extra is. Feature. Feature in a few of our sketches and stuff which is I remember you being there on Australia on a, some Australia Day thing I was a poli- I was a politician in one of the sketches yeah when everyone was getting song. Australian of the year that's or right whatever everyone got Australian of the year <laughs> we're that kind of country <laughs> and weren't you also like a like a crocodile man yeah that was pretty close to an extra no I was an angry tourist who was unhappy that I they, want my money back yeah oh, that they, oh, that man that was such a great performance be eaten by a crocodile I want my money back yep I that's, really put a lot of thought. I into don't that. remember many things, <laughs> no. but it's wild. I reckon that's word I didn't for word. Not at all. Yeah. I think I was in that scene. <laughs> yeah, you I were think the I crocodile was the cro- man. I was the crocodile man. Holy shit! My the, hat blew off. The whole crew's back together. <laughs> I mean, Evan was dressed like a poacher. That's <gasps> true. I was, and you did the Aussie accent. I can't remember at all what that was, but probably I. Did. I think you did like a. I think like I was a, doing a Dundee a, sort of a, a soft Irwin or a hard Dundee. Yeah, I can't remember that at all. On the internet somewhere. What a terrible scale. <laughs> the Derwin Derwin. <laughs> the last thing we do before we head off is uh, read out any reviews that have come through, specifically five-star reviews. If you give us a five-star review, we'll read it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got a couple during the week. First one comes from Corey in Seattle in the United States. So, Pete, the deal is if they give us five stars, whatever they write, I will read it out. Right. So if they want to really... Tell me that this show's shit. You can, but you got to do it with a five star <laughs> review. Uh, <laughs> that the, the algorithm works. So Corey writes, "Welcome back, primates. Five stars. Matt and Company. Oh, Evan, that's brutal. Matt and Company are back. <laughs> Although you you weren't available, you were so busy for the first four or five that we did back this season. Yeah. So you you've I've only, only recently been, returned. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Yeah. Matt and Company are back in the monkey house for the revival we have all been waiting for." I can't describe how happy I was when I saw new episodes of the best podcast on the internet in my feed. <laughs> People can also be uh, uncomfortably complimentary too, Pete. Uh, yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be involved in this, <laughs> just watching something very intimate. Uh, fun and entertaining as always. Matt and guests are my favourite comfort podcast to get me through work. Keep up the great work. Cheers. 
Oh, thank you so much, Corey. That was very nice. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, and the other one comes from, I think they've just mashed the keyboard. T D H G F Y F C Y F G R F J, and that's halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from Australia, uh, writes, "Are we not all apes?" Five stars. <gasps> I'm genuinely not sure if Matt actually watched. Nope. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, the, the Nope episode. Have you two seen Nope? I have not seen I have nope. seen Nope. I thought it was great. Yeah, I enjoyed it too, but yeah. going through it with guests uh, Zoe and Cass, I kept saying stuff like, it was weird they didn't do this, and they're like, they did do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, how, how come all of a sudden all those um, car shop floaty guys were there? Where'd they come from? They're like, there was a scene where they went and got them. <laughs> <laughs> I was sit, I was in a cinema by myself, in nothing to be distracted by. <laughs> I just I don't know what happened. I was just like I had micro sleeps. <laughs> but anyway, I I understand why why you are unsure if I actually watch it. But I swear to God, I did. Uh, but thank you so much for the five star review, anyway. Uh, and thanks so much, Evan and Pete, for joining us in the Monkey House. Pete, where can people find you? I know you've got a. Is it a second issue of your book? Yes, uh, we've got two books out in Australia. So um, along with uh, past and future guests, Andy Matthews. um, Some sort of scientist. Some sort of scientist. uh, He is the writer and I am the illustrator of uh, the Gustav and Henry series, um, which is uh, up to book volume two in Australia. Um, It's also out in the United States. So your um, listeners in the States can get it from Red Comet Press. And it's uh, the book that's out there is... um, Gustav and Henry Space Cake Time, um, which you can get from all good bookstores. And uh, if you want to have a look at some of my drawings, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Peter, P-E-A-D-E-R, Thomas. Uh, yeah, that's my handle. Awesome. And uh, Pete, is it possible that we could get some sort of non-human primate in a future issue of the book? Oh, oh yeah, because then we could cover it on the show. <laughs> Oh, I, I definitely think we can work it in. Um, Gustav and Henry is about a pig and a dog who are friends. Not a million uh, miles away then. No, so it's definitely We know a hit monkey could probably communicate with them. <laughs> yep. I mean, <laughs> even without subtitles, I'm sure that they can make themselves understood. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll have a chat to Andy Matthews about that and we'll see what we can do for you. That will be awesome. And Evan, uh, Gamey Game is, is it back or is it just about it's, to be it's back? It's coming back very soon. Um, we just had a... A, a brunch chat, me and Beck and uh, Naomi, to talk about um, the, the plans for the upcoming season. Because you've been doing that Ron Weasley sister show for a while now, and it, it feels like that's taking <laughs> yeah. up a lot of Ginny, your time. Ginny, 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 Gin. Yeah, I've been too busy for uh, for Gamey Game again. It's um, no, it's coming back. I think um, I think the date is October twenty first, so fr- Friday week. Okay, Ozan will be shooting the new episode. But Evan, the real thing that we want to know. Yes. Yeah, is what did you have for brunch? Oh, well, I had eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Evan. <laughs> That's this is gamey, an- gamey, gamey, game coming uh, back soon on, uh, yep, on YouTube. Hope you enjoyed that short episode of Brunchy, Brunchy, Brunch. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully we'll be back either next week or some week soon to finish off this great series. Uh, Evan, people should track you down. But, Peter, mm. as we always say here at Primates Podcasts, <laughs> everybody get in your cars. It's hit monkey time. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.